Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers, covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to Ladder Talk Live. I'm your host, I am Coach Polina, and this week has been a rather busy for us. This week, we've been talking about elevating your leadership. We had some amazing guests this week, and we learned a lot about exactly what that means, what you need to be doing in order to actually elevate yourself in leadership. We talked about the tools. So I'm going to go through a little bit of a recap before we bring in our uh, special guest. So on Monday, we talked about the art of adaptability, especially in your leadership. We we actually broke down uh, the 10 ways to be more more adaptable. On Tuesday, we talked about innovation and we talked about how you can use innovation to scale your leadership, which is extremely important uh, because we talked about how innovation is the future of leadership. And we really broke that down as well. On Wednesday, we had Arielle back and she graced us uh, with part two of Evolution of Freedom. And we really talked about breaking down the totality of what she focuses on, which is helping professionals start their entrepreneurial business from corporate to freedom. Um, and, and she talked about how we could work with her. And then yesterday, we talked about self-care for leaders. We really broke down what the possibilities are, what are some tangible things you could be working on. So if this is your first time joining us, feel free to greet us in the chat. If you are a repeat viewer, go ahead and uh, greet me uh, in the chat as well. And we have our special guest with us today. So let me go ahead and bring on Trisha. Hey! Good morning. And leadership probably 101. You are not late. And I am late today. You're not late. We're, we had to do intros first. So you're right on time. I had another meeting right before this that, you know, my favorite line, my meeting ran five minutes over. So <laughs> Meanwhile, thank you for having me. I love Fridays because I get a chance to kind of recap and I get to speak with the host, like the number, the one who creates the podcast, number one, and then two, um, who's in it, who's learning, even as you're creating, as you're having special guests. So this is my favorite time of the week for sure. Well, I appreciate you. Ladder Talk Live is growing and it's getting some legs, y'all. There's so many in the in the background and so I'm excited to take you all on the journey of where this could possibly go so it's been great how uh, any any exciting things happen in your week today Trisha or this week I should say so business is good um and I I don't want to segue the conversation because I want to stay on this high it's been a really good good week on business but emotionally y'all I've had a week because two things that actually this this week in podcast and listening to the podcast allowed me to actually, it's kind of like your eyes are lifted, the filters are off, you get to see certain things. Um, you Wednesday, I think you've mentioned it, and I was listening to the podcast about the aerial situation. And I, oh, it's like something in me, this whole situation, I was like in a <laughs> rabbit hole, and my husband even last night was like, I was like getting upset and he was like, okay, when you get upset, that's when you change happens. Like that's when you start making some decisions. And I'm like, so then it made me, and this is where I'm talking about the filters are lifted. It made me realize just how many, 
I was sitting in a meeting yesterday and I said, wow, there are a lot of men in the room and they are like not females and not women of color. Like, I don't know. So anyways, it got me to thinking, got me to, um, so emotionally that was taxing, but I think out of that, and we're going to talk about it of being and elevating your leadership and being in that, um, self-awareness, it allows me to see things that I'm like, I got it. I got to bring, we got to, as women, we have to be seat at the table at all times and leadership. Cause even if you have, and diverse women, even if you have someone at that table, like creating that space for it. So, um, but that was what you get in response of just asking me how my day was. <laughs> well, before we get into the nitty gritty, I want to acknowledge where we are cross streaming today. Uh, so we are live on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Entra, and today we are exclusively live on Clubhouse. So for those of you who are listening to us on Clubhouse, good morning, good morning, good morning, and thank you so much for joining. Um, Trisha, for those of you who have not, for those people who have not heard from you or seen you as of yet, can you please introduce yourself to the folks and, and also where can they find you? Yeah. So my name is Trisha. I am by day. I do a lot of things. Um, I work for a tech company called Salesforce where I work on multifaceted recruiting all the way to leadership development to um, just everything. I wouldn't say everything you name it. Everything under kind of the HR umbrella is something that I help to support. Um, and then on the other side, learning and development is my kind of by afternoon um, and enablement and helping people to kind of get to that personal branding and understanding their personal brand. And then by night, I am a mother and wife. Um, so I have a multifaceted job. Awesome. <laughs> I help clients um, with personal branding outside of my regular day-to-day -day opportunity or day-to-day -day job where I am um, working with them, helping them to build a brand internally, externally. We walk through exercises that get them to that next being able to level up within their um, entrepreneurship. Awesome. awesome. And you can find me on Instagram, Trisha Shelby three. And that's spelled T R I C I A S H E L B Y three. Perfect. Well, three is definitely significant guys in my three life. Is, is very in my life is significant. You manifested that. Um, yes before it even existed. So <laughs> uh, so for those of you who are also tuning in on Clubhouse, you can follow me on Clubhouse as well um, at coach underscore Walina. Uh, Mr. Triplett is going to be managing the chat and managing all of Clubhouse for us. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Triplett. I really appreciate that. So let's get into it, Trisha. What, what, what's going on? What was your, what was your favorite part about the week? Well, that's my question for you. I'm going to be the host today, so let's start there. Because I have, I, oh, I feel like even as I was preparing for this episode, I was like, do you think I'll ever say like, ooh, this week was not a good week? Because you dropped some, I mean, left and right, there was a lot of stuff. Every single week I'm growing. So you will get that from watching this and listening to this podcast. Um, but I want to ask you first. So not to ask a question with a question, what was your favorite, name two of your favorite topics for this week that were like, hey, I really, it elevated me. 
Yeah. Every time we have a special guest, it, it really is one of my favorite episodes because I love getting perspective from others, especially professionals in the space. Um, and Ariel is an expert in that transitional uh, space from corporate to entrepreneurship. And so I learned a lot from Wednesday's episode, Evolution of Freedom Part Two, with her. And I would say my second favorite is going to be innovation, the, where we talked about how to kind of think outside the box, how to do more with what you're doing now and letting your people um, be free enough to expand and make mistakes. That, that's kind of one of the things I really preach on um, when I do my executive leadership coaching is the importance of letting your people make the mistakes you know, let them let them stumble, let them fall, but give them a safe place to land. And if they don't trust you, then you're you're not going to get the best results from your people. I had a, a client recently I just spoke to this week and she was telling me that she would constantly, you know, uh, she had a manager, a new manager, which is what a lot of new managers kind of go through sometimes. Um, she would provide ideas to this manager and the manager made it seem like, oh, yeah, this is open door policy. Please feel free to bring all these ideas, et cetera. And then when she kept bringing the ideas, she kept just shooting them down, shooting them down, ignoring, ignoring, ignoring her. And to the point where that person turned against her in a way in which she was like, you know what, I'm not providing any more ideas. You don't get uh, what, you know this whole quiet quitting thing people got going on and now you've lost someone. And so it's very important that you were, even if the idea isn't, isn't optimized for what is going on in the company, still encourage your people because it's necessary. People run a company. And if you don't have the right people, your company will never continue to grow, especially as your team is evolving. So what about you? What was your favorite part? So I have two as well. Um, Mine is going to be probably number one is when we talked about self or when you talked about self-care. That is something that for me, I think is being a leader, even in your professional, personal life. Um, I have a habit of not turning things off. Like I don't turn it off. So I will work until and I think you talked about that this with Ariel of like I will work until just it's done basically in my eyes and my impatience is it has to be done today. Mm -hmm. um, so with that, sometimes I don't necessarily have the self care and practice those. So the, the things that you discussed in that episode were definitely a like top notch for me to be able to practice in everyday life. Actually this morning in terms of why I was late is because I was wanting to uh, practice some self care. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I went to my, my first meeting. So it's just one of those things that, um, as a, you know, being in leadership and then also working professionally and personally with leaders, it's like you don't necessarily realize you have to, you feel that you have to be on all the time. Mm -hmm. My next episode that was my favorite and it just brought back a lot of memories is when um, Wednesdays, when you and Ariel talked about like the part two, uh, part one, super, super good. Part two, when at next level and very, very, the evolution of freedom. Um, for me, actually, right from, I mean, it's kind of like sucker punch right at the beginning of like talking about the structure. She actually reminded me of a book that I read a long time ago called Eat That Frog when she was saying like time blocking your day. And that's the same thing. I think that sometimes um, individuals don't realize you do it in corporate America and um, you do it like my husband's job had to, I mean, it was structured every day was from like morning to night was pretty much structured. 
for him. So when kind of we got out of that realm of work or even myself, it's like, you don't know what to do. So her saying, I woke up two weeks and I didn't have an aim or a plan. It's like, whoo, I felt that in my heart. So that would have to be number two for me, just the way of the structure and having and how she tied it all together um, and talked about that. That was super good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And then she she was living it, right? Because she was out of town. You saw the bikers passing. Can <laughs> uh, we take a second? She said, I'm on vacation. No, I don't even think she mentioned it yet. Said something about being on vacation with 130000 in your bank account. I said, wait a second, is she on vacation right now? Because that's the first thing I say is, you see these palm trees behind us. Um, it was very good, so... <laughs> yes, I love that part. I love that part. And because you got to live it. And sometimes you got to show people that it, it's possible for, for them as well, because some people think, yeah, you can live this free life and all this and that and the other. But I've never seen someone you actually know living that particular life. So it's good to sometimes share a little bit behind the curtains and behind the scenes of, of what that looks like on the go. And it doesn't always look like a boardroom behind you or an office behind you. Sometimes it just looks like I took this call from a picnic table. Okay. Yeah. So. Cause I'm at the beach enjoying my vacation, self-care and I'm a boss. So let's start there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, good morning to Tia, Amber, Vern. Thank you so much for watching. And again, for those of you who have questions on Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you're watching this, feel free to chime in in the chat and we can answer them live or tell us your favorite part uh, about this week's um, Elevate Your Leadership um, uh, topic. Sorry about that, Trisha. No, and I, so something I want to ask you, um, this week being Elevate Your Leadership, I think that it's huge and professionally and you're I think let me set the record straight you're going to hear me say this a lot professionally and personally because even if you're not in a leadership role even if you do not have direct reports even if you are an entrepreneur and you do not have employees you still have to live your everyday life as a leader like I think that's number one like you can learn so many things from just even reading um a leadership as you lead your own life so I want to see like what do you feel makes a great leader I mean, I think for me, it's it's the person. A leader is not this fictitious superhero. For me, a leader is really a person, someone who can create trust. You know, someone I can look at and be like, okay, I can trust you. You're safe. You're you're not. I don't know how many times you know. There's been people that I've come across that'll be quick to throw you under the bus. Oh, it was her. It was her. And it's like, you told me to, to do that. What do you mean? You know, so sometimes it's important to just be a human and, you know, support your people. Um, so main thing for me is, is having that human element and someone that builds upon that trust. And then also someone who has strong communication. I'm very big on what is expected of me. I'll ask if I'm not clear, I'll ask, but I need my leader to also know what is expected of my, my team. And then if things change along the way, make sure your people know it. Don't, don't wait until it's review time at your mid quarter review or your end of year review when, when numbers and cents are involved and be like, oh, well, you didn't do this. What is this? What is this? 
I need you to be honest and tell me as it as change is happening. And if you're if there's an opportunity to provide feedback where you can say, you know, I'm concerned about this or you didn't hit this quota or this goal or whatever that may be, be forthcoming. I think sometimes people are afraid of people. And so that is the negative side if, of, of an ineffective leader is someone who's not not. Um, confident in providing constructive feedback to your people because that's going to be really important in the uh, long run for success. I agree. I agree. And that was very good. That was very good in terms of, I think, add, to add to that, the transparency. I mean, it's kind of like what you just talked about, but the transparency is huge as a leader. Um, I have been fortunate enough to work with some great individuals. Um, I've been led by some great individuals, even in, in corporate America. And for me personally, it's like who I align with. That makes or breaks some. That makes or breaks a lot. Um, yeah. It's not at the end of the day just a paycheck. It's not just the culture. It's a leadership. If you have a good leader, if you have a good guide, and it's not just are you someone who is you know doing great things ahead of me. The transparency for me is huge. I want to know that the projects that I'm working on are going to not just be busy work. I think you said that mm -hmm. earlier. This like, I don't want to be just working on busy work in entrepreneurship. I don't want to, in my own life, leading my own life. It's like, I don't want to just be doing busy work and not have an aim or a goal or something that I'm focused on. So I think the transparency, um, and then also kind of what you talked about on Monday, that adaptability, like, are they able to, are you able to change? Do you embrace change? What does that look like for you? Um, are you flexible in how I'll be honest, sometimes I get bent out of shape on change, but change is constant. Like change is the only thing that's constant in my life. So I, I know that it, me personally, as I lead my personal life, it's something that I constantly have to say, okay, this is change. Change is good. We're getting to that next level. Um, yeah. and right at the end of that, it's like the beauty that comes with you leveling up, not only professionally, but personally. Right. Right. It's that butterfly effect. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to know in the chat, like what other, what are some quality traits or I'll say overall competencies does the crowd feel that bring good leaders? Like what makes a good leader to the audience? Yeah, that's a good question. What do you guys think? What, what are good traits for a leader in your opinion, based on um, your own experiences? Um, I feel like we've all had that bad, bad manager and we've all had a good manager. So we've personally experienced what a successful leader could be and what an, an unsuccessful leader can be. So it's it's interesting to ask that question because I feel like we've all been there, um, whether it be our job where, you know, you, some people just when you're younger, that means you're probably being led by another younger person. And <laughs> I'm leaving the blind here. I've had some, I have had, like, especially when I first started out, uh, leaders that, and worked with leaders that um, I always say cause post-traumatic stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it was like, I changed my entire life uh, going into my next role. That, and honestly, it's like unlearned behaviors. I had to unlearn certain things. Once I met, I mean, this is a whole message in and of itself because we could go leadership, we could go relationship. Like <laughs> I had to unlearn some things that I was taking from a previous, you know, leader, manager, whatever, and take that into a new one. So like behaviors, I had to unlearn personally. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things that, yes, you could have, what is the the saying? Um, and I'm about to bring up my mom's, my mom quotes scripture all the time, but a bad, bad seed spoils 
spoils the bar. Oh, don't tell my mom. Don't tell my mom, y'all. Do not tell my mom. <laughs> um, but basically, it's like that one bad leader could corrupt a whole team, could change a yeah, whole one bad apple. Yes, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, don't tell my mom, please. <laughs> well, she'll bring a Bible right on down here. But I um, but it's like you will have a bad leader that could run people away or you have a team especially if you as a leader promote others and you yourself get promoted um, or you lead a team as an entrepreneur it's like you could completely change the whole team dynamics or how people communicate or if they're afraid to communicate but you have to be able to work um, cohesively together as a team and i always love when man leaders don't necessarily look at you are my direct reports but more we are collaborating because we all are on the same goal across the board if i'm an entrepreneur and i have um people on my team we all want the same goal um so it's like that type of collaboration is huge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you think in terms of so so for those who are not leading direct reports at work but leadership amongst your family, amongst your friends, uh, your children, and all of that. What is your perspective as a mom leading little human world, future future adults, and how that dynamic is similar? Uh, obviously, you're not, I mean, you're providing chores and things like that, so you're providing them, you know, things that they need to accomplish in order to succeed, but um, what, what are your thoughts on that? And then, let me make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Like, what are my thoughts of leading in my own individual life in terms mm -hmm. of like great characteristics. Mm -hmm. um, so something that we practice in my household, it kind of goes back to the transparency. Like I have this whole thing again, this may be, I'm about to have a counseling session. Y'all don't, I pay my therapist. I'm going to, I'm going to actually, I have a whole thing about um, telling lies to my children. Like I am the first person <laughs> that will say, Hey, I called the bounce house and they said they're closed today. Because I don't, going to the bounce house but i have a thing with like when there is an emotion involved or if there is something that we are not working like we're not working together let's say it's i made told you to go make your bed and it's just still not done number one the boundaries i'm transparent about kind of the expectation of what i require from you and then there's boundaries there and it's not a i'm trying to get you to do something it's hey it sounds as though we want to go play but we can't because we have this bound you know what i mean like we can't play and mm -hmm. our bed's not made. So let's work together. Like, how can we work together? Again, I try my hardest a gentle parent. I really do y'all. But sometimes <laughs> it's not as gentle as I'd like to be. So, but it's for me in leading in my own life. I have to make sure that like, even at the dinner table, I have to make sure that we have that transparency with one another and that um, I'm talking about these things. Something I heard a long time ago um, before I had kids is like growing up in an environment. I did not grow up in an environment that they talked about being a leader it was more of like, you, you do as I say, because I say so. Right. Um, and so it had, again, unlearning things where you go into a leadership scenario and it's like someone, it became people pleasing as I got older. So now that I have children, it's like, I don't do that to my kids. I don't say just because I said so. It's more of, I want to teach them, this is going to help you within your life. This is going to structure you to be better as a person. Like, how can I get you to that next level? Mm -hmm. um, even if you are seven, eight, and you know, one years old, how can I help you and like push you to get you there where you want to go? So it's just the transparency and then also being able to um, 
have the conversation like there isn't really a because I said so you need to do it it's open mm -hmm. honest and I tell him like hey I have said so many times probably my oldest son hey I'm sorry you are my first child I didn't I don't I don't the only parenting model I have the only leadership model I have is what I've been exposed to so mm -hmm. um the environment I was around so that's how I'll say is we learn and then apologizing I make mistakes everybody here I hope like I think you even said it on the adaptability like letting go of that perfectionism. I had to let go as a parent individually, as my own, like, Hey, I'm just showing up. We are, I, you are going to get an authentic person. That's for sure. But mm -hmm. I, I need to let go of that perfectionism. Yeah. It, it's not it, always easy. Let's be honest. It's not. <laughs> it's so not easy. But I think now I'm more so there's certain things I still am very much like, well, you know, I got to make sure it's perfect. But then there's sometimes it's like, you know what? You're going to get what you're going to get. Then I'm showing up as me. My hair not, may not be perfect. The, there may be a typo every now and again, but you're just going to get it. I'd rather show up rather than not. And I think what you're saying, too, from, from building future adults uh, in, with your children is something I continue to hear. And of course, I'm sure you've experienced it just as much as I did as a kid. You go to a store and you they, you ask for the toy, right? And they go to the, the store and you're like, no, you can't have, have that. No, you can't have that. And we're, we're creating this place where it's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then as they get older, it continues to shift into that mindset of, well, I can't do that. I can't have that. I can't, I can't, I can't, because that's what they continue to hear. Is this so, a whole sermon? Like, no. another <laughs> do we write this in the notes? Because that, that is it. That is it. But, but what you're creating and, and something I love, you know, obviously I know your children personally, is you're you're giving them a voice. And there are times that sometimes they're unable to have something for the moment. It's better to explain it than to say, I can't, because again, that turns into something completely different. Society is going to tell them they can't all on their own on certain things. So it's good to create that armor around them now, which your daughter has a strong armor. <laughs> yes, um, is that yes. I, well, what you mean? I can't. Yes, I can. Why can't I? Let me show you. Yeah. Let me just put my hand right here, right? Right. You said I can't. <laughs> it, it worked out. Okay. <laughs> why I should not. Don't tell me I can't. Right. And so that it's a beautiful thing as a parent. I imagine I'm not a parent myself, but I imagine it's a beautiful thing because you're creating to see what they're morphing into and 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 what they're turning into. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Brittany says that she takes this very approach with her seven-year-old. Any advice to other parents out there on how to, uh, well, you use the term gentle parent. I don't know if that means just hug them all day. No, and don't no, no, no. no. Gentle, listen, there is someone, I have to send it to you. We'll have to talk about it on the next episode. But I will say I gentle parenting has had such a bad rap because it's like, even, and again, we're kind of going on a segue here, a tangent, guys, bear with me, but like gentle parenting is like hug and everybody and we sing, you know, you know, we sing songs all day and I have fun, but I have to also remember, and this is even as adults, like I have to remember who I'm dealing with. I have to remember the audience that I'm talking with. I, you can only be at a certain capacity. It kind of goes back to what Ariel said on, um, I think Wednesday of like, when she first heard her mom, she was going into entrepreneurship. And her mom was just like, well, you got a good job. You got benefits. Like, what? Like, what you going to leave this job? And then now seeing it, it's like, 
the fear, the, the things that you have to change, the mindset of others that you have to consistently kind of remind them, hey, I'm showing up. One thing that was always, and I know it's like a, now a term of like YOLO, but you really do. I only have one life. Like I only have this life. So therefore I have to make it the best for who I'm bringing up behind me, who I lead in an everyday interaction. Um, I think that it's one of those things. And this is just a gentle parenting of like, I, I just, I believe certain things of, I want them to have a voice. I'm creating a voice that I don't want them to get older and be like, I can't, like you said, I can't, I can't, I can't. So then they come into a board meeting and it's like, I have to do a whole power pose beforehand because I know I, I can't do this. Even stepping into doing um, business inside on side of a corporate America, to be honest, I was scared and you can attest to this. Like I was, and still sometimes I find myself like, oh, this isn't, this isn't, this is work. This is not like, I'm scared <laughs> out of my mind. I, what if this fails? You know what I mean? Like what if it fails? So it's one of those things that it's like gentle parenting, honestly, is not for the weak. And um, as, you, as you lead your people, if you lead a family, if you lead um, in your own individual life, like it's not for a week to be a leader. It really is. It takes work to be a good, effective leader. And you have to have courageous communication. You have to be able to kind of show up and be able to, to create a space where people feel free, comfortable. But then also we know it's time to work. Like we know we came here for this goal. Um, so tangent in and of itself, but yeah, gentle parenting is not for the week. And no, we do not hug. I mean, yes, I do give them lots of hugs <laughs> known that you should hug all the time, but, um, I, it's more of just the voice. I allow them to have the voice and I, we have egos. I got to get my ego out the way. Mm -hmm. Like I was raised in a, you better not because I'm your parent. And in here in my household, it's like, all right, let's talk about this. We got big emotions right now. What are we going through? Let's, let's right. dissect this. Let's. It's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. I'm I'm screaming. And then I always use my level of tolerance is at it's I use that so much that my my son even quoted me last night at bedtime. Bedtime, y'all, is a struggle. But my son quoted me last night that was like, Is your level of tolerance getting high? I'm like, Yes, it is. <laughs> Don't you love when they quote you back? It's like, well, what you're not gonna do is come for me. Okay. Like, I use that a lot. And even in my everyday interaction with people, I say, Hey, my my level of tolerance for this, I need to to go for a second, breathe, because I can feel myself getting a little upset mm -hmm. on that meeting. Or it again, it's it's one of those things that the whole aerial situation, I found myself getting upset because of, yeah, we can have an episode about that. <laughs> I want representation. Yes, absolutely. Well, you're creating what, what you want to see. So your children. Yeah, I love that. That in the long run. So any last words you'd like to leave us with? Um, I think practicing what everyone has heard here. If you did not get a chance to watch, listen to the episodes live, know that they are played back. Coach Valina, make sure that you, you know, tell them where they can listen to the playback. But this week was super, super good on so many levels um, from all the way from you being an innovative leader to just your everyday life. Like how can you provide self-care in your everyday journey? So if you did not get a chance, please like go back and listen to it because you're definitely going to leave um, elevated for sure in your leadership. Yes. Yes. And as Trisha said, you can watch the replays in video form exclusively on YouTube and you can watch the audio versions wherever you watch your podcast. And then for those of you who are watching and saying, man, this is a great show. I'd love to be a part of it. I'd love to be a guest. Go to laddertalklive.com. You can apply to be a guest 
And boy, is it booming. Right, Trisha? We are having a lot of people apply to be a part of the show. So be on the lookout for more and more people to be in our in our in our show. Um, and if you need support in your career, if you're you're listening to this and you're constantly learning, man, she she's got the sauce, as they say. And I, I want to be coached by her. I want to be mentored by her. Go to coachwalina.com, sign up for a free complimentary career clarity session. We will get an action plan started for you and an opportunity to work with me. Once again, have a fantastic week. Thank you again, Trisha, for joining us. Next week, we're talking about the future of work which is a hot topic going on right now. So be on the lookout for that and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.